Hey, it's Chris Lindsay, and you're listening to Pitch List, the songwriter's podcast. We want to discover what makes creative people tick. Join us as we explore what it means to be a writer, and more importantly, what it means to be a person. Remember why you love music, and welcome to Pitch List. Hello, everybody. This is Chris Lindsay. And you're listening to another episode of Pitch List. Today, we've got a young duo named Seaforth. It's Mitch Thompson and Tom Jordan. Both of these guys are from a suburb of Sydney, Australia called Seaforth. Amy and I have gotten to know these guys over the last couple years, and uh, I really couldn't think more of them. Uh, Two incredibly talented singers, writers players, producers. I was really happy to get to sit down with them and document where they're at in the process of making their record with Dan Huff for Sony Records here in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I'm just so happy to have them because I think they're going to be huge. Without any further ado, here's my talk with Seaforth. So we've got a uh, special nighttime edition of Pitch List. We don't usually do them at night, really? but uh, we've been doing some writing with a uh, a new artist, new to Nashville. So I'll introduce y'all. This is Tom Jordan. Hello. Mitch Thompson. G'day. Uh, they're both from uh, Alabama. Yep. You can tell. Hanging off the rocks. D- deep Alabama. They're so redneck. They sound Australian. Yep. But uh, they are- a, Raised by a, wolves. Yes. A group. A- uh, Sony recording artist called Seaforth. Yeah. And uh, we've done, Amy and I have done some work with you guys. Wanted to have you on the podcast because we want to go ahead and get some stuff recorded before you guys get huge, which yeah. we're going to do. <laughs> and then we'll, everyone will say, how did you get Seaforth to do your podcast? Oh, and I'll it. say, well, I waited. Nah. I just, I got it before they got big. I think you guys are going to make, I've already heard some of it. It's a you guys are going to bust onto the scene in a big way. Thank Man, you. really appreciate much. it. And we have also a special guest tonight, the beautiful Amy Mayo hey. is going to join us. <laughs> so let's start out. Let, well, let's go with a little biography because I think you guys have an interesting story. When I met you, you were still living in Australia. That's mm-hmm. right. And uh, you guys were making riding trips out. Mm-hmm. And I know our conversations, I think you guys had a keen interest in coming here full yeah. time. Yeah. But what's interesting to me at that time, you guys were signed to Universal in Australia, Australia as yeah. a pop act. Right. Is that right? Right, right. Well, we, we essentially started this project. Um, we were both doing things independently, you know, uh, musically. And then we've always been, we've been like lifelong friends. We went to preschool together when we were like three years old and then grew up, went to the same school, played like sports together and stuff. And we actually grew up in a town in Sydney called Seaforth and we played <laughs> soccer for Seaforth Football Club and went to Seaforth Kindergarten and everything else. And so then when we came up with a group name later on down the track, like Seaforth, it'd be like calling yourself Green Hills if you lived here, you know what I mean? But Brentwood. Yeah, exactly. We are Antioch. Yeah. So, but then... For us, it just, it, you know, we're like, we're, we don't see ourselves based in Australia as an act. Like we had that vision to come out here. And so no one's going to know what Seaforth is out here. It just would be like a different name. Um, but yeah, so then we, we kind of started writing and working on songs back in Australia. And um, we always wanted to be out here in Nashville, but we were working on a way to get here. And we ended up signing a deal in Australia, thinking that that was the answer to get ourselves into America eventually. But then... 
I guess like it just, you know, didn't pan out because there's no real country music down there. Like well, there is, but it's very, very small. And I remember we had a conversation and I said, well, ultimately what's your goal? And you guys said to me, well, we want to be Amer- you know, big in America. We mm. want to be uh, participate in the American market. Mm-hmm. And the traditional path is that we would, you know, conquer Australia first, right. God willing, and then move. And then I remember thinking and saying to you guys, well, you're you're young. Why <laughs> why why do it in. that way? If your exactly. if your goal is to be in America and you love this format, yeah, just skip step one mm. and go to step two. And yeah. I think that like our goal was so strong that it kind of ruined our experience in Australia because all we could think about was being here. So we were like, look, let's just scrap everything. We just want to get here. So we yeah. did whatever we could to to make it a thing here. Well, I think it's a smart move because um, I think uh, maybe a year and a half I was having contact with you guys mm-hmm. and doing some writing, and then you came the last time you came. You guys had gotten some help setting up a showcase. Yeah. Your very first time that you played in Nashville, you played yeah. at the basement. Yeah. And the first time we played our original music with a band as well. Yeah. yeah. So oh the, my the God. so yeah. Amy, check this out. So their very first gig, they got offered two records. I was at that. That's gig right. We and were I at remember that. all this. Okay. <laughs> well, damn it. Let's get that shit straight right now. <laughs> I'm telling there. you, I remember every second thing. I was well, there. This shit well, what I want to tell for people who are listening is that's incredibly rare. I mean. They play, how many songs did y'all do that night? Four. Four songs. Uh, Jim Catino from Sony Records and mm. one of the guys from Big Loud Mountain, Big Loud Shirt. Big Loud, yeah. Big Loud. Ra- Randy was sitting Randy. right up the front as well. Yeah, so and it's like, boom, two record deals on the table. Which one mm. do you want? I mean, mm. that's like a fairy tale story right there. Now, there's a reason mm. you guys are flipping fantastic and Thank they you. knew it. Thank you. And they just didn't want to miss you know yeah but i want to acknowledge that that's in the that's an, an incredible story that you do not hear i don't know if i've ever and heard that it. it's your first it was your right. first that's yeah. the craziest well, part the crazy, like it was amazing for us because not only on that trip like we were doing just like three month block we were doing writing and we were like we want to get in front of some people just to hopefully you know like we feel we're at a stage where we want to open the door in some places and at least get on the radar of some people so we kind of worked up a whole bunch of demos that we'd um, written over the last year and brought them in and um, our management um, managed to, you know, send a couple of these demos out to different labels in town. And we managed to meet with, I think, like the five, majority, yeah, five like or five or six labels. And we, we just went in there and spoke to everyone and played our songs. And we were just kind of hoping to get a foot in the in the door. And we ended up getting a few record deal offers, which was pretty insane, really. And Tom and I didn't know what to do. Randy Goodman, literally, like, we played four songs and he was like, looked around at like Jim and... Jim's like, oh no, like I know what that look means. So that's like, Jim, Jim like, Catino yeah. at Sony. I like, looked yeah. at Jim. So it was, yeah, it was Randy, Jim, Taylor, Lindsay, and Margaret as well. Margaret Ainsley was in there. And we just met these guys. And um, yeah, and we played four songs. Randy looks at Jim and Jim's like, oh, I know what that look means. And he's like, I, hey, I want y'all to sign a Sony. Like it was like <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. he was like, our managers, like, Laura and yeah. Brian were sitting there with yeah. like the biggest smiles. We all just looked so at each other like, oh, what on, do we the, do? on the spot was like, <laughs> yeah, so no, no foreplay, no, no dating. No, he, like we played four like, songs. Didn't even get a like, massage. It, it was on. just boom. Yeah, yeah, just he, bam. I remember he was like, yeah, he just was so complimentary and was like, I, you guys need to be a part of the Sony family, blah, 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 blah. It was like, he gave yeah. a full pitch, but then he's like, I have to go to a meeting let me get the head of um, legal affairs and bring her in. And wow, he's like, he's got a contract in, in he his car. He brings her in and goes, we're signing them, talk. <laughs> and like, literally, we were like, oh my goodness. I've never was, heard anything. It was no, so funny. I, I, don't know, I don't know anyone. Never, usually, no matter what, they don't do it. That no, right, even right, if was, they love you, they want to date. Right, they want right. to say, let's do a bigger show. Let's let the whole the mm-hmm, promotion people mm-hmm, hear you. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, like Amy's saying, mm. they don't they don't ever do that. Right. And the funny ever, thing is, ever. we were actually we were leaving to go back to Australia the next week, so we'd kind of told them this is our last week here. Yeah, we're in, in town, so they were like, "All right, well, we may as well do it." Then. So we had the showcase the next night after we met with Sony, and Randy Goodman shows up and sits in the front row next to like our like best mate slash roommate now, and it was just like it was, it was so funny. Had you already? So you had already signed the deal? No, no, we didn't. Yeah, we, we didn't, didn't sign it for like until. We signed on that trip. Oh, yeah, we, we did, we did, yeah. We signed like a week later. But How we, many you, times did y'all come here before like the record deal? We've been back and forth deal. for four years now. But I think we, we ended up making like four trips to Nashville. But then we went to LA a couple of times in between and we're riding back in Australia. But Nashville was always the goal. And so, yeah, to actually do it. Once you break here, I think you break everywhere. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, if we're trying to make pop country music, essentially why not just do it here? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, yeah. and Australia is fine, but you look at like Keith Urban and he, he's incredibly talented, incredibly hardworking, but there's a hundred other Keith Urbans in Australia that would never make that yeah. cross you right. know, trip. And, and uh, Keith didn't really get big in Australia first either. No, he, he, he came he, here, yeah, came here and he struggled here for a while. It took believe, a long but, time here. Yeah. We used to go see him at Jack's guitar bar. Wow. He just blew everybody's mind on guitar. You know yeah. how he does guitar? He's like leaning backwards yeah, and play. Yeah, everybody's yeah. like, oh my God. Jack's Guitar Bar was over there on Nolansville Road next to that tattoo shop. It was just a rundown joint. He played there like, what, once a month? Everybody in town would go out. I and think see he him. might have played there like maybe every, every week, Friday every, night or something. Yeah, wow. it, but everybody in town would go. And he was playing with that band called The Ranch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and it, was, it, it was more rock oriented than he is now it was it was a little bit more burning than it is now but man it it was incredible he would really yeah that was my first introduction to keith my guitar um teacher when i was like i can't remember like 14 back in australia like brought this song and it was like clutter billy off Mm -hmm. that ranch record and i was like what is this yeah (laughs) what is this crazy stuff and that led me to listen to like a whole bunch of like other bunch of things from him. Then I was like, oh, he actually sings as well. This guy yeah. is unreal. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, fan. But his like country chops are insane. But you yeah. don't, you don't, you hear that a little bit now. But he's a lot more tame and like almost like uh, we're talking about John being like you know like singing his solos in a sense. Like Keith kind of does that now, but he can like play all that country stuff. It's yeah, like, the, it's crazy. the telly chicken yeah, picking dude, all the chicken thing. Picking, it's like, like, yeah. yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Keith was kind of like my like idling guitar and and singing. I oh, kind of okay. like mimic that a bit, and then John Thomas, May was Tom's, mine, yeah. and oh, then it became awesome. John. And then we kind of just you I know like that. obviously appreciate love and love. I do too. The other the other name that we almost went with was John and Keith. Yeah, either C fourth or John and Keith, but we thought no. I think y'all made the right choice. Yeah. Keith, Keith and John fans. Because everybody yeah. would think that was your names forever. John, and John, John Urban. <laughs> yeah, that's it's Keith and John. That's so confusing. We just dress like them as well. Now, here's a question. So, after you got offered the record deal, did you guys call back home? And talk to your folks about it. Were they? Yeah, it was. Were they? Yeah. Tell tell us about that. I remember we were pretty exhausted because we'd been flat out. We were writing and taking these mm-hmm. meetings, and mm-hmm. then that all happened. We were so surprised. Like it was, it was surprising. Naturally, it, it was, was just like yeah. this is pretty crazy to be offered straight away. But yeah, we just rang the whole family instantly, and I told them, and they, I don't know, my mum and that's like, mum and dad started like kind of screaming and freaking out, and then mum just <laughs> instantly had this little like sad touch to her voice, and she's like, "You're leaving." Yeah, you're not <laughs> coming you're back leaving. now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, but it, it was it was really good because like we've both been doing this for a long time, and I moved to LA like 
uh, years ago to try and pursue a career, but you know, and it's funny cause I've always like at the time thought I was ready. Like I like growing up, I'm like, I'm ready. Well, like, why isn't it happening yet? Why isn't it? And I listen to things now back from back when I thought I was ready and I was like, I wasn't ready. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But then this all happened and I've never, and now we're ready, you know, now I'm never like, yeah. probably and we'll look back yeah. in a year and, and I'm like, okay, wasn't ready. maybe next year. No, <laughs> but, but then, so my parents kind of knew that and they knew that I'd been doing that. And then to, when this all happened with Sony, like it, they, they knew that was like the real thing. And that oh, was yeah. like the big, you know, it, it was pretty big for both of us. Obviously. Absolutely. So, yeah. so if I, if I can, I want to switch us into another gear here. Cause I think there's an interesting thing going. Let's talk about so, cooking. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So, so you guys were in Australia doing your mm-hmm. thing, mostly co-writing with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not not a lot, not like here. No, no it's no, just no, such no. a different community. Yeah, I mean, we live yeah. so far away from. So you guys are hub. working together in Australia, sort of listening to Nashville records, yep. doing your thing. Yep. Once you got here, got your deal, and then I know you guys have been completely immersed in the Nashville writing community yeah. mm-hmm. for months now, or mm-hmm. for a long time. for a long time, years. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Can you talk about the differences of you being that far away from it and yep. then actually being here yep. and being in it and what, you know, the what you might have expected and what was reality and Nashville has a thing for sure. Like yeah. like a writing thing there's definitely like It does, doesn't it? I'd never we'd never written to titles before coming to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like we'd been to LA and stuff and the whole title thing is was new, and it's you know it's very a bit of a shock. Yeah, it's so like how, how would you do it? Like we'd sit down, like oh sorry, <laughs> just <laughs> trying to knock him out, you know, <laughs> getting a bit angry behind the scenes here. Um, and we would just I don't know, just start playing chords and getting kind of on an emotional and vibe doing and just lyrics. spitting melody, melody. just melody, loved, melody. I still love to write, and that that's way. that's just kind of how we've always written and how it. It, how we naturally express ourselves I feel yeah, like is through melody and then we'd say what like what is the yeah, emotion what do we feel about this so melody what are we trying melody. to say Thank you. and then it's like alright let's ride around to that but yeah. when initially it was like alright I've got this idea we're like um well how do we map that out I, okay. ra- I rather I rather I would rather put uh, words to a melody than melody to words in, oh yeah but then I you, think yeah yeah but then it's you're like you're restricted both ways essentially exactly but, but yeah for us it's like we would just sing and find a melody and then I think you just start singing something that feels good, yeah. like mm-hmm. to say, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, I don't know, that's kind of how we always did it. And then we came over here and like, it just gradually was like a thing. We'd realize people would come in and be like, I got these ideas for titles. Mm-hmm. And we're like, but how do we fit that into the yeah. melody for the chorus? Like we yeah. don't have that yet. Do but you then, still write the other way though? It, it, we've kind of figured out a way, like we, we understand that that's how a lot of people work here, but we'll just kind of start something sometimes before we go in and say we've got this little bit of melody and this chordal idea what do you think and they're like sick i've got this um like maybe title that would work with that or maybe we have something and then we work it out that way Hmm. um and if they say we've got this title now we're like all right we might have something to you know go around this but we've kind of built up a good um selection of writers in town that we love working with and they've kind of grown familiar with how we like to do things and we know how they like to do it so it kind of just works um easy and kind of do y'all write five days a week uh, at this point, I'd say like probably three, three, to, four. three to four days yeah, a week. I, mean, I don't want to write five days a week. No. I mean, cause the thing is, it's like, well, you write a hundred songs and you're going to write three amazing ones and yeah. you're going to write 10 great ones and 15 all right ones. And then Garbage. however many rest, just rubbish. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it happens, yeah. but it's like, yeah. try, it's the force of doing it a lot. And I get that. But at the same time as artists, like it's different for you guys as writers, we come in and you're writing for us. and then. Yeah. You know, whoever else comes in and you're writing for them. You have to every be a day, every, every day. day we go in and write for ourselves. So if we're writing four songs a week for ourselves, like it's like how many times can we sing about 
yeah. what we're feeling that, at the know, time. It's yeah. like, well, we've already covered it all. So it kind of yeah. gets a little bit tough. Absolutely. But then, you know, you need to write them and then just find the good ones, I guess. But yeah. Well, and there's also uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of artists go into this process. They write some songs that they, that work for them, but there is an outflow of songs that, exactly. that, that for whatever reason, they don't cut that other people do. Right. Yeah. And that's and the that's big a, thing for yeah. us. Like, you know, we, we love writing, but then I think, and hopefully as our career progresses, people will understand that we do love writing but it doesn't always have to be for us, you know, yeah. and yeah. getting yeah. cuts outside is becoming a tougher thing. As I've heard is like, you know, it's more about knowing the artist or whatever, but you know, the pressure of having to always write for us is like kind of sometimes like restricting. I can it's see like that. You could, I don't know. You just don't feel as free. Cause you're like, Oh, have we already covered this? Well, and also when you're working on a major label record mm. and you're working with Dan Huff mm. and people have expectations of what they've heard of you, mm-hmm. when you get in the writer's room, these people are, are, you know, they're ready to go, man. They want to get right. on your record. Exactly. Right? They want to get in the yeah. boat. It's like, 100%. This, this it's like boat, what don't you have? Yeah, this boat's going to sail all the way to Japan, man. Right. We want in this thing. I've got a question. And so you can't go in there. So, yeah, you can't go in there just saying, well, I'd like to write something for RSB. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that'd the be the worst just nightmare. Like, oh, great. We're here with you yeah. because we want to get your, yeah. And we never say that. It's just like at the end of the day, if we feel like it's not for us, then, I yeah, mean, there's definitely right stuff we've written that we would love and we can see going for other people, but it's just people like how many people do y'all write with that ask you what you want and go after what you want versus you come in and they have a title and they want to push you a different direction honestly not really anyone I, I think I've had one or two rights since being here that had that I felt that kind of vibe but most of it is like it kind of puts on us a little bit and we like Tom and I like to take the reins yeah, we like to be extremely involved yeah. in everything we do so I don't think we'll ever we'd was, ever let that happen that's just say, something that Yes, like we want it to go in a certain way. Yeah, y'all because we're so drive, instrumental y'all in everything like drive that we do. The train. Exactly. Speaking yeah. on behalf of Mitch, Mitch is very melodically, like ridiculously talented. But it's like he'll get in, and I feel like I'm kidding you, shit out. <laughs> but, no, but like he'll get in the room, and like I feel like a lot of writers say that like sometimes they write with artists, and the artists will just kind of sit back and just you know like oh yeah we've done, like, we've done it we've done it I'm sure and so but we get in and it's like we're like because we want the songs to be as you know if we don't like the songs we're not going to use them you know what I mean even yeah. if we are writing five days a week we do want to try and write good songs so we're always trying to you know be on top of things and I think some writers are a bit like whoa like that doesn't really happen much or whatever it is. So. It does, I don't think it does. Like, no. But I will say with a lot of the biggest artists I've worked with, they come in and just, just take off. Right? Yeah, it's, it's mostly the the new acts right. that are just starting out. They've got a record deal. Or it's they same don't situation know who they you, are. But it's not like you guys. They, they're kind of walking into the room saying, well, give it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or, and it's a or tough they're, situation. They're for also that, insecure, yeah. maybe hundred percent, and they're trying to, to be, be respectful. I have to be honest. I mean, they're they're always yeah. great, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a daunting but, thing, especially yeah. if you're on your own to be yeah. thrown yeah, in a room yeah, with these writers. That. You know, they're amazing. Yeah. They're like, oh well, I can't. I don't really want to put anything forward because if, right, it's, if it's right. crap, yeah. then you're yeah. laughing. But the the funny thing, and I think this is really important, is like the energy you bring to a room determines absolutely everything, right? Because you guys are amazing writers, and your wall out there shows that your you know records show that but you still have bad days everyone has bad days and if we walk in here and we're like oh, hey guys what are you, you know? oh. and we're just like you know odds are yeah. unless you guys fall upon something amazing 
that it's just going to be that Absolutely. that's how the song's going to be. So Absolutely. you need to everything's every, different. Yeah. yeah, you come into every right with a good mentality, yeah. and you know, I don't it's know. funny. I'll definitely notice some days we'll go in there, me and you, just in a great mood, and we're jumping around, and that's when we come up with something that's oh, yeah. amazing. Sometimes oh, yeah. we'll just walk in absolutely stale, and it's just not our fault. It's just how you woke up, and then you're like, you can't almost ruin the day before you got there because mm. you you're in the wrong headspace for mm. it. But then sometimes you can sneak out of that if something gets yeah. sparked. Well, but, and there's there is an element of magic in the whole process too, and. So you want to be in a good at a good mood. You want to be positive. You want to be present, mm-hmm. but you're also just waiting for that magic thing to happen, I'm which sure. you never really know when that's going to happen. I listen, but that's great too. And that keeps you on your toes. Yeah, exactly. I listened to your podcast um, the other week in the episode with Derek Rattan, mm-hmm. and you guys were talking about like like when you like receive a song rather than you know, and it, that. But there is seriously well, like. That's, I think, why people keep doing it because people talk about like Ashley Gawley and these massive writers, and they're like, why do they keep writing when they've had that many? But it's like, there's that feeling when you get on something that's that you, it doesn't, you know, outside doesn't matter, right, but you right. believe is so special that, that that feeling you get oh, when you're yeah. on that it's is the, the best, best feeling. feeling. Like, is. you start like getting excited, you're like, yes, and like it just, it, just, <laughs> it all happens, and that's the best feeling. And, and that's, that's what right. this, that's what fueled this whole project between Tom yeah. and I. I feel like I hadn't, I'd never really felt that on my no, own. No. And when we started working together, we had this moment, like in my bedroom, we were not, like, <laughs> 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 you're not gonna tell me. And then, that, we, uh, <laughs> then we wrote a song. No, um, we were, um, we started this, <laughs> God, we started this song, <laughs> and we literally that. just like spat it out, and we were just jumping around like, holy crap. And yeah, we yeah, wrote another yeah. one the next week and it was yeah. the same feeling. We're like, yeah. we have to yeah. keep doing and this. So you guys had a great chemistry. Yeah. Instantly, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, even like looking back now, like the songs are good, you know, that. that but I remember at the time being like, this is the best song we've ever <laughs> I would have shown anyone in the <laughs> world and be like, this is a smack. This is smack. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. like, because it just in, instantly writing with each other elevated us. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. And that's the coolest thing as well. And we we're kind of talking today about the people uh, about it with the people we were writing with, but you never know who, Mm-mm. like, you never know who the next such and such is going to be. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. Mitch and I, I think, to, like, together, there's a song that we have that's on our record that we wrote. It was like the third song we ever wrote for the project. And it How was just old us two. Well, would have been 21, 20, 21, 20. 20. And it was the first, you know, we were sitting in Mitch's living room and we we're like, let's write a country song. And we just sat and kind of channeled like our influences in that lane. But it turned out, you know, like, but then we revisited it. So the chorus ended differently initially when we wrote it. And then we learned more about writing. And then we were like, this chorus doesn't have it's not that. finished. Like you were saying about not having a title. Yeah. For, it didn't have that moment. Like the song's mm-hmm. called Love You Better. And the whole thing is like, I learned to love you. Blah, 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 blah. But then the chorus doesn't hit. Like the ending had no uh, ending. Yeah. And we came back three years later and fixed it just the made ending. Sense then. And, it, you know, and then that was, the song was done. Right. But it took, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years to figure that out. So it was weird. But. That's, I love the thing about, one thing about y'all that I really love besides hanging out with you, <laughs> um, I love how y'all both are such awesome singers and players. I mean, and you're on the piano, you're on the guitar. It's just, for me, it's so inspiring. And the melodies, because I always love writing with people that do something completely different mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm just focused that. on words, you know, yeah. like that's well, what you. I love. But Amazing. It's yeah. so inspiring, like yeah. when you guys come over. Oh, thank no, you so thank much. Thank you so much. We love you. Like, we absolutely love coming here and yeah, working you guys with you guys. You, as a, like, Chris was one of the first uh, people we wrote with when, like, on that on that second trip out here, and you were a champion from the start. Yeah, man. And like we, it's... like, could not appreciate what 
like you've done for us so far and just well, kind of just being there from the second and seeing like seeing that potential in us from, from and the, well, from it was the it was obvious day. to me i yeah. mean I one and it. i came home and told amy i'm like i met these two dudes from australia they're gonna be big I want to switch it to, Amy was telling our son Oscar the other night, they were having this conversation about great bands. Um, and I'm not making comparisons, but there's an interesting thing in here. Uh, the Beatles had Lennon and McCartney. They had mm-hmm. that bouncing back energy mm-hmm. that made them you know, the, better than they were apart. Mm-hmm. The Eagles had uh, Don Henley and Glenn Frey, mm-hmm. uh, even Aerosmith. Is yeah. a pair, uh, even Bon Jovi with John Bon Jovi, Richard. That's a different thing, but there's a there's a long history of a of a partnership like you guys yeah. have. Like even you that. were saying, when you guys got together, it was magic, and it was it, it was better than where you were 100%. apart. You have yeah. someone. And I think it's go, a big part of yeah, a great band. Absolutely right. Do you have someone to go along the ride with you? Like if I was doing this on my own, I feel like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's solo artists out there, but I feel like it, it's a lot harder. Like we've, right. we've moved yeah. country, we've come here, but to be able to do this journey together as best mates, yeah. it just makes it so much sweeter. Yeah. And, then, and, and the music's better. Yeah. Oh, 100%. When you guys are together. It's, 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 it, it, it's, such, a, it's, it's such a collaboration. It's funny because people, like there's things that I can't do and there's things that he can't do, but together – we get about as close to being able to do all of them as... We're about 20% of the way there. And yeah. then we just rely on you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we complete each other. <laughs> you well, no, I think it's, each other. I think it's a tried and true formula, mm. is what I was saying. Because mm. And I, I was actually, Amy came up with it. It's like Fleetwood Mac's another example. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get really uh, two or more really talented people that are meshing like that, mm-hmm. that's what makes a big thing. Yeah. You know what? To change up randomly, it yeah. just reminded me. I don't know I if like you got- squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever tried this. <laughs> anyway, back to where we were. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I heard some story that the, I don't. I, mean, I might have already said this, but I heard a story that BGS used to go into a corner each and write a chorus to a you song. Were, we were talking about this last right. week when you were. I over would here. love could you, to do could that. Could you imagine having four writers or three writers or whatever in a room and you all come in and? You have your separate thing and you just write a chorus. Pick key and tempo and go. Yeah, pick pick it like, you know, you get the track, get the vibe, and then you all write a chorus and then put that together and best chorus wins your fight. I think that's how (laughs) Lennon and McCartney did a bunch of those songs. Really? Because they all sound, it's just like everything's chorus. 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 Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. like they, one of them would do one part, like the chorus, and one would do the verse. And that one song that they stuck those two songs together, Mm -hmm. Day in the Life, is that? That would actually be a great way because you have no idea what the other person has done. Yeah. And it's not going to influence where you go. So, so it's so like, maybe, here's my idea. Here's your idea. Yeah. There. Okay, let's put that as a verse, like in order of what so the best it, is. Maybe the, the strongest chorus out of the bunch becomes the chorus. Yeah. And the weaker one, not weak, but if it's not quite as good as the other chorus, then it a becomes verse. a verse. Which is going to be a better verse. Better than, what you, yeah. better than if you just said, let's write a verse. Yeah. You know, you can never have too many hooks, you know. And no. I think with, with people that know how to write, you're going to get. Yeah. hooky things anyway but you just find the best ones and put spoken them, like you know. a true fisherman mate yeah. <laughs> how old were y'all like the first time you know you decided we're gonna we're gonna be a duo i'll be a duo oh, i remember there was there was a night uh when we were both doing our own solo things and i was back in sydney for a while and we went out uh i had a, like a cover gig that i was doing and we went out afterwards and got super super drunk like hammered and he, Mitch came up to me as I was leaving and he's like, puts his arm and he's like, bro, 
we got to start a duo. This is like maybe when we were like 17, 18. Like, 18, yeah. Like we younger. Were, we he's, like, bar, yeah. he's like, we got to start a duo, man. You and like, you are great by yourself. I'm, you know, great by myself. <laughs> I'm great. No, no, no. But it's like, he, like yeah. I don't know. He, he was like, you, you've got your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got my thing. But together, like we'd be, yeah. And I was kind of in my head about like being like a solo. I was like, that's when I was like, I'm ready. That, that yeah. phase. And I was <laughs> like, dude, like, I like, we should write. But like, I just feel like we're doing our thing. And I kind of was like, nah, but in a respectful way. And then, and then, then <laughs> yeah, no, mate. yeah, sorry, no, no chance. No, but then a couple of years later, we ended up writing together and, and then it, I was like, yeah, this yeah. makes Did you know sense. the first time y'all wrote together, like, this is special? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was when we did, we literally booked a trip to Nashville like a month later is yeah. when we were here. We wrote yeah. two songs. We're like, cool, let's go to Nashville. Do you <laughs> think that you guys like would have moved here like without each other? I it definitely sparked it. Like Tom, I know Tom had been to Nashville mm, before, yeah. like doing like solo stuff. I'd never, I'd never been. Like I, 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 I learned about it like through friends of mine that had been going there when I started, and I was like, okay, I definitely want to check this out. But did you love it like the first time? Yeah, there's a there was a time Tom like the first trip we when we came here we'd like done a couple of rides just like pretty sporadically, but we were walking up a street in East Nashville and we were like. We're moving here. <laughs> we're making a record with Dan Half. And at the time, we're like, we're signing with Big Machine. We have to move here. We, this, like, this is yeah. our, like, this is the town for us. And yeah. We had this moment. And then, like, like four years later, or three years, I can't remember what yeah. it was, but we now we're making a record with Dan, Dan Half, which is yeah. unbelievable. I love that. And I love that. Sony, that so. you guys have kind of mapped it out, you but, know, yeah. like the whole thing. It, it goes back to... Um, I mean, I fully believe now that if you speak something into existence, it's also about working for it. But, it, you know, if you're like, if I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm never going to win a CMA award, like, then you'll never win a CMA award. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like, you have to absolutely. Know, believe that things are going to happen. I couldn't believe that more. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure you guys thought about, uh, you know, dreamed about moving to America mm-hmm. and doing what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Give me a couple examples of something about your life here in America that you didn't expect? What surprised you about living here that you didn't know? I drink more here than I've ever drank. <laughs> oh, that's, that's definitely a huge thing. Well, like, what should we do today? So more partying. Uh, well, what, what is there to do? It's not even partying. It's like it's like going to a... a it's just a, such a drinking social town. Yeah. Like, like I all would, the songwriters go yeah. out and I feel like that's what keeps the town running because yeah. everyone's always seeing each other. They're kind of yeah. like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. All right. So it's like it keeps the ball but rolling. Also, and where do you do that? Uh, bars. It's part of it that like... Like I lived in LA for a few years and I have more friends here i've made more like true friends like i could call them up and say i've broken down on the freeway like help yeah. i've made more sorry of, mate <laughs> i've made more of those friends here in eight months than i made in la in two and a half years. i think you know that's I, mean? I think it's well said and i lived in la for five years myself mm. um, and nothing against the town no 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 but the the community there it just isn't what it is. It here. doesn't even right. feel like there is a community No, it's there. very competitive there mm-hmm. and very, uh, what can you do for dog me? Dog eat dog, yeah. A dog eat dog and very, just like it's, it's just an accepted thing that people are just nasty to it each other. It like everybody's and, out for their sale. Yeah, and, and people are competitive here and they're jealous here, but that's their first thing. Their second thing is very quickly they realize that they love people right. and that everybody, everybody can, you know, there's plenty for everybody to have hits and do their thing. And I think I think that is one of the most beautiful things about this town yeah. is that it still has a great humanity. Well, well at the end of the day, if you were became that person that wasn't accepting and then you you started getting a name for yourself, then you wouldn't, you'd be out of the circle and no one would want to work with you. Yeah, so I feel like they yes. understand it's like, this is the game. Obviously, yeah. people are going to have different wins at different time, but yeah. everyone kind of supports each other on. I and- think the biggest thing in LA, more than 
it being dog eat dog or anything. I think it's more like just trying, like moving into a community where like people are very like with their friendship groups, Clips, they have yeah. their friendship groups and it's like, you know, industry wise, but they have their people. And so trying to like get into those, I found really hard because everyone kind of had their friends and everyone had. And so I made friends there. I had friends, but it was like, oh bro, like let's hang out, you know? And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like give us a call. And then they, you know, they wouldn't give you a call kind of thing. Whereas here, like people are like, let's go get a beer. And they're like, you go get a beer. I don't know. Yeah. That to me, like LA is just so spread out, you right, know? And right. then all of music rose on like two streets. Exactly. Right. But yeah. everyone's hustling in LA. Everyone's trying to, get to you know higher and yeah. higher and so yeah. everyone's working and everyone's kind of which is a good thing in a in a sense looking out for yourself you know trying to you know but then oh absolutely kind of, yeah. on, a, on a on a you know personal but there of, is something, it's just such a different it's something about nashville i think i i think mitch you put your finger on it it's still a it's still a small world here mm-hmm. you yep. know it's yep. a small business and you very quickly learn that you can't act like that around here. Nope. It, it will have consequences. Absolutely, there are rules to this game, and there are like play nice, exactly, and, and it's important. And we're that's just, what I, we were like. I feel like we felt this acceptance when we first came here, yeah, like instantly, and that was just so reassuring to us. Like, okay, we got to come here. Like people like yourself that were like, you guys are onto something. Everybody, you loves have to be y'all. here. I mean, mm. your and energy just, is so intoxicating when you come you. in. No, your you energy's so just <laughs> so good. We just walk in shaking and jumping. <laughs> yeah. but like we, like the best thing was that none of none of this was ever forced for Tom no, and I. It was just such a natural thing. It just yeah. felt like yeah. we never had to like. I don't know, pretend anything no, or like try to do something to, to bend anything. It was just like, let's do what we want to do and just go that way and just run really people fast. People have said to us like, oh, like you've done such a great job of, of becoming, you know, of, of making a good name for yourself and being friends with me. But it's not like, it's not a job. Like it's like, we literally just love you guys. We love people. Like everyone that we meet here is so sweet, like, like genuinely. And it's just like hanging out with them. is just, it's fun. Like I see like, People that work in publishing, people like people at Sony, like they're our yeah. friends as much as we work with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is something that I I've always wanted, but I've never felt in you know really. Yeah. In the, which I'd helps be, leaving your family and friends oh, in I Australia. Yeah. So that's why yeah. that yeah. transition yeah. for us was so smooth. so. I felt like so smooth and easy for us because we had built up such a good. I think it's a great thing about the town. I don't know if it's completely unique to Nashville, but I think it's a great thing. Amy and I were watching this morning an episode of the Anthony uh, Bourdain yeah. show where he did the Nashville show, mm. and, and he kind of made some comments in his show about people were nice here. Like mm-hmm. he actually talked to that guitar player from dead weather who was from, I don't know, maybe Detroit. I'm not sure where that cat was from, but he, he said, um, he said, yeah, when I moved down here, man, people say hello to you at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. And that guy goes, yeah, it's weird. Isn't it? it takes it. <laughs> and, and, and Bourdain says, yeah, it takes some getting used to, but, so, but like, what do you want? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I just, you know what? I'm pro Nashville. That's all. I, just, yeah. I think it's a great town. I think it it's, I just it's, love Nashville. I do. I really do. Nashville, I, I, Nashville feels like home. Yeah. Like it's, moving it's just, Sydney. 100%. I got another question. You do it. Yeah. When, like, when is your record going to come out? Well, we're, We're still in the midst of recording it right now. We've got we've October got, 2024, I think. Yeah, is the, <laughs> the release. No, and if not, then it's somewhere in the. Like Have you cut half of it? We've cut half. Eight. Oh, we've cut. We've cut eight so far. It's at the point, like, and you hear this about albums, um, where like people have finished a record and then they'll write the best song yeah. on the record and they'll go and cut it the next day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just depends. I on love the, what I've heard. Thank yeah, you. it's it, fantastic. It just depends on the timing of everything and everything else. You know, so it's just. It's going to be hard to pick a single. I'll tell you one thing. I could not have more trust and faith in Sony to do the right thing with with us, like with their run with new artists, with Marin, with Kane, with Luke Combs, 
with Cam, with you know all the all their new Just roster, killing they're killing it. And Man. so like it's I couldn't trust that team that we have more about it. So it's like I don't feel stressed in any way. You know, it's it's fun. Well, and also just a thing if you if you put all the songs on your record that you love, yeah, then it doesn't matter what exactly. they pull as a and that's yeah, been the that's best true. thing for us so you know, far is we didn't have to fight for anything yeah, with the guys. It, Everything has been stuff that Tom yeah, and I are most proud it, of, and they agree as well. So it was a mutual. Yep, yep. This yeah, is it. So that's the no, album. I've seen record. I've been around record projects where there was some compromising going on where an artist cut a couple things that they weren't sure about. Mm. And then, you know, and then, and they didn't, you know, they, it wasn't their favorite. Then all of a sudden here comes single and it's that one. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you're like, yeah. ah, cool. And, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The way to fight that is what you've done and just be able to just have everything you love. Then you don't, yeah. it won't really matter. Yeah. It's best song. Thank, best song. Thankfully that's, yeah. that's how it's been. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's it's such a it's such it's it's such a strategy. You make a collection of songs, but there's 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 a lot of specific work that a first single needs to do. Right. It may not be the quote unquote. You know, you might have a a ballad that's going to go big time, but it may need a tempo hit to set yeah. it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Our joke is we've worked with artists before and we're like, why aren't you cutting that song? And they're like, that's for the second record. And we look at each other like, that's the we, best song you we, need to put There's not going to be a second we, record. We, Cause you had a hit and you didn't put it we out. We literally yeah. had that conversation when we were picking for the, like, you know, the re most recent amount of songs is like, Oh, we think maybe this would be a cool, like progression song on the next. This is our like, thought. Yeah. Yeah. But then they were like, it's a great song. Why don't you just cut it? And we're like, yeah, yeah, true. I guess you're made yeah, way. valid. No, I say we'll be in a different position for the next yeah, record. Man. We're probably yeah. like, exactly. oh, we don't even like that anymore. And because guess what? You're going to be writing more. Exactly. And the, the odds are you you'll just keep getting better. Because the thing is, you're going to compromise that song with another song, which may be as good, but it may not be as good. And then, like, it's like if you come out with a debut record of all incredible songs that you like, just love every. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can keep writing. You know yeah, what I mean? You're going to keep writing. Kind of what you're saying is like, yeah. you can always keep you're writing. You're going to keep growing as yeah. a writer. And actually, record two, you're probably not going to make until at least 18 That's, months. We'll be doing yeah. that for so a while. So yeah. we're 18 months down the road. Who knows where Especially things are Especially after you've been touring. Yep. Exactly. You can look back at that song. That yeah, you can mm. look back at that song that you and love. And it's not even... And you're just like, well, that was cool, but we're not doing that anymore. Right, right, And I'd rather 100% release a record that I absolutely love and have it fail than have a record that we were hard it's the only way yeah. it's the only way yeah if you put something out that you hate and it goes really well you'd be like okay fair enough you know i hate this but fair. but if you put out something that you hate and it fails then oh my god yeah. you just imagine that feeling imagine if oh, you know I, like it's we terrible. got cornered into something and we didn't like it but it's we like did it it's like you uh, sold your soul to the devil and, and then just, he didn't buy it yeah literally they're like okay okay devil and he i'm willing to sign my yeah. soul over and he's like this is the one i nah, promise you i don't even ah, want it yeah nah it's super important but that's why we're lucky man with our team and stuff like the everything has been agreed upon you know there's been that's no, good that's yeah, a good sign no fighting no nothing it's been it's funny people always ask us as well like with mitch and i we literally have spent every day together since we moved here mm -hmm. but then before that for years like six days a week five days a week yeah. like working on music every day and we just don't fight like it, it's it's a weird thing we just don't have well that. you we, like each other you right. know yeah. amy and i yeah. forget that we're married we've been collaborators for over 20 years right and i think it's just because we like hanging out together yeah but i I'm mean sure. just bottom line yeah. I, I, yeah. I just like i she's my favorite person in the world yeah oh that is so sweet you guys should get married or something we should <laughs> 
There's a, but, there's, but but really, it's I think it's that simple. You know, yeah. you like each other and you hang out, and, it, yep. and and it's and it's it's also like I said, it goes back to what you do together. Yeah, is is so great. Oh, well, then that that helps too. If you're having a bad day and you want to punch somebody in the face, you're going, mm. well, I don't at, need yeah. to do that because yeah, you know. At the end of the day, we're best mates, and I think to to do to to win in this together. Is will be the best feeling ever. Yeah, you know it's what, what keeps it going. It, you know, because yeah. we have each other to support each other. Exactly. And that, and it's I don't know. It's really it's really special. I think like to you know, well, we just laugh most of the time. Yeah. We literally just take the piss out of each other and just laugh and then mm-hmm. write songs. Yeah. And it's such early days for us as well. Still. Yeah. Man. So yeah. like, there's so much has happened. We've done so long, like we, for, for so long, and so much has happened technically. But it's like there is so much to do still. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, crazy. Like, we've just well, moved here. We're cool, literally we're making working a record on our now, first record. That is the tiniest piece because no one sees anything of that. It's like they, yeah. once that first record comes then out, then they see the career from there. It's like yeah. they don't see anything from the yeah. 10 years that we no. did before that. No. Yeah. So, Overnight sensation. It is funny. Because yeah. 10 people, years in the making. People will probably say that as well. They'll be like, where'd these guys come from? But it's like, you know, we did put in work, you know, back home and stuff. And you know, I don't know. It's just funny. I don't think... Um, I don't think the fans look at it like that in any way. Mm. I think when they encounter you as an artist and your songs, they, they like it, they love it, mm. and they're in. They're not. Mm. They're, they don't. The fans of this thing, they they don't look look at it like that. Yeah, they like it or they don't like it. They like you or they don't like you. Mm-hmm. They don't exactly, yeah. think of it I always, in that way. I always say that about songs, man. Like with the stuff on our record, like with a few of them, we've been, you know, the demos that we took into the labels, uh, we're cutting all of the songs that we took in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, we've been working on those demos for like over the span of like two years now. And then with Dan in the studio and meticulous and we're going and playing guitars and like, we've been very hands-on with the record and everything else and layering harmonies, and like hours and hours and hours of work to show and it's funny like I'll send my parents like the mixes I'll be like check these out like they're finally done blah 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 and they'll reply and be like love them so great and like yeah. and it's like yeah, I yeah. put out like yeah, years yeah. of work yeah exactly that's what yeah. I'm saying yeah. it's yeah. like that's they like, don't have any right. point of yeah. reference but at least gonna hear it once and go yep like it or no turn it off <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. I mean you know that's how they encounter what we they're not supposed to it's right. like exactly. but that's why that goes back to we have to just love it you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Because if, if if I love it and someone else doesn't like it, then fair enough. But I I like it. So that's yeah. so. Do you guys tend to have the same favorites? Yeah, yeah. most of the time. What yeah. about your families, like your moms? They, I feel like my family kind of likes random ones that I don't think of. I'm like, okay, that's random. That's like just, I'll, I'll just send stuff is. we're writing during the week and they'll be like, oh, this has to be a single. I like, yeah. I don't even know if we're going to use it. <laughs> yeah. But um, they just kind of like fall in love with different things. My but, dad will like email me like a song. He'll be like, just found this song you wrote three years ago. Like, love this one. And I'm yeah. like, oh, gee, I haven't looked at that. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's different, man. So It's but, interesting to see what they like. It is funny. But it's Tom a, and I will definitely, like, we'll, we'll come home from a write sometimes and we, we usually do a voice memo at the end of the write and then we'll get home kind of wind down for a bit and then i'll just listen to the song a few times and occasionally we'll both text each other and go okay this one's actually like pretty damn good like yeah. we, we should revisit this and yeah. then other ones we just kind of go all righty on to the next day eh? you know what i <laughs> you know what i find is like when you write a song like uh you could leave a right and it's so it's so um i guess like brain draining overwhelming like, it's, it's like you just what it's like working but it's fun like when you write with good people it's fun but then you leave and you might be like, oh, is that song any good, whatever. But every day the next day I wake up singing the song I wrote before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but like even if I don't remember it when I get I home, I wake up the next day and I remember everything about it. It's just, it's like a, it's strange. Have you ever revisited these songs like 
three or four months later and gone, wow, we might have missed that one. Yeah, yep. absolutely. We did yeah, that. I think that that's, happens happens that's happening right now with a, with a certain song that we that we haven't cut, and we were yeah. like, hang on, did we miss that one? Yeah, because I think What's, when you're right up yeah. on it and you've just done it, <clears throat> you're so hypercritical that when you get away from it and forget it and then hear it again, you can hear it another way. 100%, you hear but, you it like, know, a, like a fresh yeah, song. Yeah. But you know, there's the complete opposite as well. That happens That's too. That's right. Where like oh, a, a, an old yeah. manager of mine said to me once, he's like, every songwriter's favorite song is the last song they wrote. That's right. And I'm like, it's so funny. And you can get a song back at like demo day of, and you like we, you know, you'll pump it and it's like, yes. And then you'll listen to it back late, two weeks, like two weeks later. And you're like, oh, like it's, it's good. Yeah, like, it's you know, but fresh. it was just the energy yeah. of having a new song. And yeah. Like, you 100%. Know, so, yeah. I well, know. I think also in the writing session, I mean, everyone is pushing the positive energy so hard mm. exactly. that you don't you, and i think it's right it's to do this false, though, the end of it, it's yeah. right to do it but you you get into this mindset of oh, we're writing a hit this is it's mm. happening yeah. mm. oh yes it's happening yeah, yeah, you yeah. cannot let it into your mind right during the process that maybe this isn't one of the big ones you know what mm-hmm. i mean so you have to you have to you sort of yeah. have to believe every exactly. time well yeah. it's funny like I don't, i'd love to know how many times we've said that about songs we've written obviously we haven't released anything so we wouldn't have no clue what yeah. it is yeah, what yeah, we've yeah, written yeah, but yeah. it'd be funny to go back and like all right i think we said that was a hit and it, it <laughs> yeah. did nothing all right this yeah. one hey yeah. we said that was a hit yeah. it's done all right yeah. yeah i don't know um i was gonna ask you guys a question yeah uh just to get your opinion i don't know if as writers if people do this as much but do you listen to the stuff that you write like on a, like do you like li- like listen to your like your songs in a sense like older catalog stuff like, like just catalog stuff like do you ever just go back like if you're like if you're like around the house put some music on yeah. do you ever put on stuff that you just do you have a playlist of stuff I, that I, you've I, written I'm gonna let Amy answer I have you a different don't, answer you do, don't do it the same as no, me no I, d- like, I don't I usually I have like a a folder full of songs and I'll be cleaning house or something and put yeah. it my favorite is to just put it on shuffle yeah, of, so, of your songs, like yeah. songs, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then to me, that's the best way to listen because you're not actively listening. Yeah, yep. and you don't know what's going to come on next, right. and you don't know it could be some song from three years ago that's like, oh my god, you know, this is so good. How to get lost? Right. And then there can be things that like that sucks, you know, when you go over there right. and yeah, like, just right. skip it. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, because it's funny because I've just seen like interviews with different artists and stuff and mm-hmm. they'll be like, I just listen to my own, you know, to what I'm working on at the time or whatever it is. And I feel like, I don't know, I just wanted to get like, see what your like thoughts were about that. I only that do it because, a couple times a month. Right, right, right. I think as artists, maybe it's a little different because like it's our stuff that's going out. And, yeah, you know, I think yeah. it's totally different. But like, I don't know, I find just like yeah. going back and listening to songs and stuff is really important. I think you, that, I think just how I came up as a writer here, I think the town kind of teaches you to just move on as yeah. you know, right. we're not making a record. We're just writing every day. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of teaches you everything you got that day and then walk away. Yeah. yeah. Especially if there are only 150 plugger. songs a year. Yeah. Now yeah. if you get a special song and you want to plug it yourself, I think that's necessary. I fall in love with songs sometimes. Yeah. Like if I'm pitching songs, yeah. probably about three or four, four songs maybe three i just fall in love with and i'm just like adamant this is a you know i'm just like in people's face like you're an idiot if you don't cut yeah yeah i guess you i I mean like but it doesn't happen that much for me but i think it's because it's um it's so emotionally draining to hang on you know what i mean it's like there's these songs that you love and maybe they're not going on hold you know right, right, right or you got a hold on one you didn't expect 
So I think it just, gotcha, yeah. in order to keep your sanity as a rider, you just ride and walk away. Yeah. 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 And you know what? You're relying on your pluggers, you mm-hmm. know, to keep working that material. And then mm-hmm. you, maybe you check in on which are the ones mm-hmm. after some time where these are still getting good reactions. And so maybe you might revisit and listen to those. But mm-hmm. for me, it's just more of a walk on. You right. just live to fight the next day. I feel like as an artist, you get an emotional attachment to songs sometimes, especially when yeah. we just yeah, started because yeah, yeah. we're like, cool, can. we've written five songs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the album. And then you're like, okay, we've written 10, we've written mm. 20. And then you start mm. going, okay, maybe they, they weren't as good. That's just the first yeah. 10 we wrote. Well, and now so, it's like yeah. we're in a position where well, we've hundreds, like hundreds. Another thing it's I've like, noticed that's happened is at this level of writing, when the people you're writing with and the pressure that's on to make a legitimately hit record, yeah. you are putting so much, uh, well, I don't know what the right word is, but there's a lot of energy going. It, it is just like crucial that it be great. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you yeah. really get, a, you're investing every fiber of your being into making this song great. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's exhausting. Yep. And that's another reason why I think it's good to walk away because it's just, it's just too, yeah, it's too 100%. painful to get emotionally attached to these songs. Yeah. I have, you, you know, know, I would love to, I've always thought like, I would love to have a fly on the wall camera in a, like a, like a Max Martin, like a uh, pop writing session. I, I, know the, I know those I guys, too. those guys take. Um, they take like weeks and weeks to, you know, to like write songs or like even months, you know, like it's so they like, do? I right, didn't know that. Well, I've heard, I don't really know, but I've also heard the same about, um, Chris Martin, like Coldplay, like he's one of my favorites, but it's like, but it's like, I wonder about like writing songs. And if we, you know, came back to songs, like what that would, you know, would get better? You, you know, like, like, cause we literally have like, it's like, I got 11 till four today and we got to yeah, write, you know, yeah. but like you look at Chris Martin, like Coldplay's music yeah. is like, to me is like, uh, like them, like one of my, yeah, me too. Oh my, my one of those dudes that if I met, I'd, I'd, I can hit it another way. Cause I've thought about this a lot. Here's another way to talk about this. Say that the four of us mm. said, uh, we're going to make a record of 10 songs. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a year. Mm-hmm. And the, we're going to, the four of us are going to write in many configurations, 10 songs and record them in this studio. And we're not going to do anything else. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm talking five days a week. Yeah. How good would that record be in one year? Amazing. Insane. Right. That's the one thing that Nashville misses. Right. And I could say that's true about this four group of people. And it, and we could say, I get, we could say 50 names of mm-hmm. people that you, that we all know mm-hmm. yeah. that if you put any configuration of them in a room for a year, yeah. They could come up, you know, somebody might make Abbey Road, you yeah, know, yeah. nobody does that in Nashville because no. it's like you said, it's like you got an appointment today, you got an appointment tomorrow. And I think, right. I think that is one thing that does get like a band like Coldplay. So they're committed to a record mm. and they're going to take a year to make it. Well, hell man. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think as, as well, like that kind of gives Tom and I a bit of a responsibility. If we say, all right, we want to dedicate only one day a week to writing and if we want to collaborate with someone, then maybe Tom and I can spend a lot, a lot more time mapping it out to a point where like, this is like, we've spent a lot of time on this where we hundred percent love this and we yeah. get someone in to collaborate with us when yeah. we're at that final stage, if we need that. Yeah. So we can spend a bit more time well, rather than just. That's a good idea. Yeah, Cause sometimes we'll come into a session with something we've worked on the night before or something. Just yeah. So we know that we're, we can eliminate the awkward, like, all right, are we vibing yeah. on this? Tom yeah, and I yeah. like, we vibe on that. We'll go through like five, five different ideas yeah. until we go, right. that's one. Cool. I, Bring it in. I, I Go ahead. Well, I was going to say for me, what you guys have here at Amyland, right, is like 
goals, dreams, like this studio to me. And this is, and this is leads me to my next point is what I want to eventually do. Right. There's, there's a, there's an art to like speed dating as far as writing goes. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's, it's fun. And sometimes you get in a, in a great vibe in a great room and it's like, Oh, this was amazing. Let's do this again. But then through that, there's a lot of dirt and you know, you you have people that you write with and you're like, Oh, that was fun. But I maybe, you know, it wouldn't, but you find your people, right. Yeah. And you, have a studio like this, you bring in someone for, you say, let's do four days this week and just write for four days. Yep. You know what I mean? Even if we get one song. Even if we it. get one song yes. in four days that's great, yeah. then that's all worth it. And like make an album that way, you know? And then once we have five songs, let's track them and then move on to the next, you know? I, like, I think it's great and I think you guys ought to do it. The, the, com- the comfortability of having more than five hours to write an amazing song, you know? Because yeah. you, you can do it. You know, you guys have yeah. done it in less, you know, you, you talked about it, but it's like to, to have the time to actually really make like a, um, a product that is something, you know, I don't know. There's just something about it. No. Well, here's what it is. What you're talking about, the music that you guys love, mm. that's how it's made. It literally, it's not yeah. made like, no, it's not made like this other way. Right. It's right, not right. a, Chris Martin's not doing a four hour appointment with no, everybody no, 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 in no. town. No. Uh, in any of these bands, they didn't do right, that. Right, right, right. So that, 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 and, yeah. that's what it is. Right. But you know, there's, and there's an art to both. And I, lo- I, lo- I love, you know, there's something about getting in and writing a, w- one song a day that I love. Mm-hmm. But I think as we, as we become able to, yes. as our career goes, I would love to do that for a while. Well, and, you I'll know, tell you what's it. happening, I think. So you go, you get thrown into that process. You build muscles for writing. Yeah. And you find your people. Yep. hundred percent. Yep. It's hard exactly. to write with a lot of different people. Yeah. Like, that's that, well, and most artists will, will they'll dating. start out like you guys are I doing yep. and then they'll hone it down camps. to their guys. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm so thankful for having the opportunity to do that because we oh, have because met, we met so met many great people you guys, and, and we've we met, met you guys. Yeah. We've met a whole bunch of people and now we can say, all right, next year yeah. or later this year, let's <clears> kind of like shorten that a bit so that we can make things more effective. So we don't have to get in the And the more and... you get to know somebody, I think the better songs you can write. 100%. But, well, that's, and then there's that's, no pressure because if you, you that's can't sing yeah. shit, then that's, you just go, all right, yeah. let's, a, let's move on and get to the next one. Yeah, thing. that's what I love. That's a that's very the big biggest thing. thing about writing 11 to 4 mm-hmm. is like you might get to 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and you're like, this idea isn't too great. Like, is this – like? Is this good? You spoke about this last week, right? Mm-hmm. You came yeah. in the next day and you're like, is this idea any good? Like, it's that thing. But when you're writing for this, I mean, you can't really right. do that. And if someone knew, you kind of feel bad. Yeah, to be exactly. Like, ah, but like Mitch and I, grab it. Mitch and I, if we're writing or if we're writing with you guys or if we're writing with, you know, our buddies that we've kind of created, we can do that. You know, we can just kind of scrap be like, it. If it's, it's not, it's not right, worth it. But if it's a new you know? person... You know, again, they know you're making a record. But they usually want you it. can do it with them if you just do it. Do, like yeah, if yeah, you yeah. just tell yeah. them, I don't know about this. Like, yeah. I think most writers who know what they're doing would Understand. a thousand times rather have you guys say, I don't think we'd ever do this because they can because go, okay, great. Let's get that out of here. Yep. L- what about this? Right. Because yeah. why spend a whole day on something you're not going to record? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think recently over the last like month, we've probably scrapped like three ideas and written a great song but afterwards. That, honestly, it always pretty much always happens. Like when you, when you accept that something isn't rather than just getting it done to get it done, mm-hmm. if you say it's, it's maybe this isn't right. And then you start something fresh. Usually you're in the mood to write. You're kind of feeling it. Mm-hmm. It's after lunch. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, so this has been a really cool episode. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's hey, a thank great, you so much for uh, this Hey, will y'all the, come back when you're like crazy famous? Yes. <laughs> you promise? Yeah, of course. I really love this. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a great, uh, really... Uh, 
organic talk. Yeah. So uh, this has been uh, another episode of Pitch List, and this is Seaforth. Thanks for listening to Pitch List, the songwriter's podcast.